Hello, Whalers Nation and all who are joining us here today. Welcome to the Whalers podcast, Beyond the Numbers with the Whalers. I am Chris Morris, the voice of Whaler Sports on the Nantucket Sports Connection, alongside Jamie Lower, the Whalers girls varsity lacrosse coach. And we are excited to be talking with Whalers players past and present, coaches and supporters of our Nantucket athletics program. But Jamie, we're going beyond the playing field, aren't we? We sure are. Um, our guest today on Beyond the Numbers is our senior swimmer, Lana Brissett. But today we're going to get out of the pool. No times or splits. Today we're going beyond the numbers with the Whalers. Welcome, Lana. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being here. So there are so many questions I have for you as a swimmer. So swimming is usually a sport that students on Nantucket tend to start pretty early on, like even yes, for sure. first, second grade, they learn to swim. When did, yeah. when did you start swimming? So both, all of my siblings were like part of the Dolphin swim team. So I did swim lessons. And then my teacher, Natalie Thompson, was like, oh, you got this. You could skip past last level. And I joined uh, Dolphin swim team first grade. And ever since then. I've been swimming for 13 years. Like Definitely com- early. Competitively that whole time? Yeah. So his dolphin swim team was first grade. Wow. And that was, yeah. Oh Definitely. my gosh. I mean, the, commitment. to me as, as a, you know, I have a, a toddler now, the swimming early on makes sense. We live on totally, an island. Yeah, totally. I mean, totally. <laughs> we yeah. are surrounded by water. You should be able to know how to, how to at least swim. Did, did you swim a lot in the ocean as well as the pool? Yeah. And, and my parents, like every time I went to the beach, it was just my siblings in the ocean the entire time. So they were just like, okay, get her on the swim team. She's always in the ocean. So yeah, definitely. And I lifeguard in the summer. So I'm always in the water, oh, I there guess. You go. <laughs> and you're the youngest of four. Yes. So you're the last percent to go through the high school yes. in Nantucket. Um, no, no pressure there. Yeah, no. <laughs> no pressure there. Definitely not. So they were all pretty active in the swim community here as well, right? Yeah. So Joey, Joey honestly was like, the fastest out of all of us, but he decided to play basketball in middle school. Definitely hurtful for Jim Pignato, who was Joey's. We we laugh because Joey's the only one in the family that has a record, and oh. he was the one that quit early on. But Lucy and Lauren did it in high school as well, and Lauren was also a captain her senior year. So. Do you have a, a favorite moment from from this year, from year past, like overall in your swimming career? Is there something that just stands out as a as a whaler's memory? When I think of swimming, I definitely think of championships last year. I was swimming my favorite event, the 100-yard breaststroke, and I missed sectionals by .03, I think it was. Like, that was the cut time. But I was just so proud of myself and the way that my coaches were looking at me. I just felt so good about it. So it was, like, so worth it. So... That's definitely a favorite memory. Yeah. I'm sure. not a math major, but that's not a lot of time. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's swimming. It's not even breath. Less than a blink. I of know. An eye. It's brutal for sure, but it was. I was still proud of it. Yeah. So one of the things that strikes me as so intense and hard about swimming is that it's an individual sport versus a yes. team sport. And yes. I mean, I used to be a runner, and that was kind of something that I had a hard time mentally trying to handle that. Yeah. How do you handle it? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Like, how are you, it's just you against the yeah. clock. Like, how does that feel? Like yeah. 0.003 seconds. It's super intimidating. I throughout high school, it definitely was hard to get through that mentally because you're in the pool, especially being the younger, like freshman and sophomore year is hard with the older swimmers who are definitely more intimidated with their speeds. But I think I just learned to just get in the pool and swim it. And I, me against the clock, like that's how I think about it. Doesn't matter who else is in the pool. I just got to get through it. What a great mentality. Yeah, that's crazy. Because obviously you're racing against the clock, but you also are definitely, there's other people in the pool. There are definitely competitors in the pool. So to be able to zone that out is very intense, very good mental aspect. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's probably something that doesn't just, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And certainly even when you practice it, you 
lose focus. I mean, these are you guys are high school kids. Yeah. You know, it's we're we're expecting professional results no. from high school kids. Oh, why did they miss that? Or why did they, oh point oh three you know, but you know, hopefully obviously the competition is the competition, but you're totally. doing it because you love it. Yeah. And that's well, yeah. I definitely had like a love hate relationship with swimming at first, but I've learned to love it. And I have so much respect for the kids that swim like through states and sectionals and the kids that have gone through D one play for in college, it's crazy. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do that mentally. It's almost like a so. goalie mentality, which yeah. is pretty Yeah, for sure, right? for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to have a whole episode on that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. So as far as, uh, like you, you mentioned, going to college and, and figuring that all out, uh, time management. How much time do you actually spend in the pool in season, yeah. off season? What What's the time commitment? So I don't swim much off season anymore. I mean, the dolphin season was so long. That was like, October to March, but I swim mid late November to early February, late January. So it's a really short season, regular season. Mm. And then it's an hour and a half in the pool, get there early. So an hour and a half in the pool, yeah. five days a week. And then there's meets. It's not too grueling, I feel like, but definitely swim practices are hard. Right. Like an hour right. and a half in the pool is definitely brutal. That's, okay. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that'll put any workout you do yeah. in any sport yeah. uh, to shame, I'm sure. How many events did you actually compete in? So I was usually in four. I mean, the most you can compete is four events. So okay. I usually was doing relays and then two individual events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always swam 100 breaststroke. That was my favorite. My brother taught me that in family swim ever since I was little, and I just stuck with it. That, and then I usually like short distance freestyle. Jim, my old coach, used to always put me in the... Me and my friends at the 500 at least once every season just to <laughs> kill us. Yeah, but right. once you get through Teach that, you, you feel like you challenge you. You feel like you could do anything. So that I'm thankful for him doing that. Although he can't know that. So I have a question for you. And you did say you have a love-hate relationship with swimming. And I have to ask, I think it would be one of the hardest things in the winter when it's freezing cold to jump into a pool and then, you know, after the meet get into some clothes and have wet hair and be traveling home. Are there any tips for that? Like, how do you guys do that? I bring two towels for sure. Cause you have one on the pool deck, you're already getting soaked. And then I just have my comfiest clothes, sweatpants and hoodie, and then just layers and a hat for the hair for right. sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No hair dryer. Cause no. that would be extra. I can't bring that in my bag. It yeah. doesn't fit, but <laughs> that would be smart. Sometimes schools have hair dryers. We like oh, blow our go. backs because it's already soaking. And but... you don't use the hand thing. That yeah, no, like... we've been there before for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't admit that. <laughs> I've seen those like long trench coats on yes. some teams. Those yes. are pretty cool, but. They're so cool. I really hope we could get some of those for lacrosse, but I don't know. I know. That's, those there are There you go, Whalers Nation. Yeah, whoever's listening in. They really do need some long coats here. I think that was a little hint, hint. Um, so, Lana, to me, you've always been a leader. I've had the opportunity and the pleasure of coaching you since I think you were in, like, fourth or fifth grade for lacrosse. And you've always been a leader on the field, even from that time when you were, you know, one of the younger She's ones. She's not blushing. Don't worry. <laughs> but you've always been recruiting friends and, you know, getting really excited about the season. And as I've watched you grow older, you've really encompassed that role of leadership and getting like younger kids excited about the season, whether it be swimming or lacrosse. This was your first season as a captain. Is that right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. How was that experience for you? Because sometimes it's not so easy. Yeah. I was definitely shocked at first. I mean, yeah, I wasn't really expecting it when they announced captains, but it was definitely an honor. And my parents were definitely freaking out. They're like, this is so amazing. I was felt very good about it. But this season was definitely unique because it was a turnover in coaches and I love all the coaches I've had for swimming, but it was definitely hard because Sophie didn't know much about what was going on with our 
how we work and all the traditions and everything. And Jim embodied the pool. He was, yeah. that was his thing. Like he knew everything about it. Yeah. So for so long. So it was just a, the beginning of the season was kind of a little bit of a mess, just trying to figure that out. But it definitely wasn't just me. My other cat, the Justin, Rothke, Eliza Brown, and Hunter Gross, we all were just working. We were like, okay, we just want this season to be normal for everyone. And yeah. so my biggest thing was that all the traditions that we have were still going to carry on. And I was just trying to be there to help the coaches no matter what in any like sense. There are definitely practices where I would just remind them how it went. And I think I just took it day by day with that. But yeah. Just being a captain is really cool. I loved decorating the locker room for everyone. I, I just had fun with it. I wanted everyone to feel included and have fun. That was my biggest thing. Yeah. You yeah. embody a captain, my dear. Like <laughs> that's you. that's good Thank stuff you. right there. You're making our job easy, Lana. <laughs> um, so, and how were the captains chose? Was that was that Sophie? Was that uh, the, the the swimmers? Yeah. Or? So last year, I think the team voted on them, and then the coaches also discussed, and they announced it last year. Real quickly, because you know we don't have one of the Rothkies in here, but <laughs> that family has churned oh out my gosh. <laughs> some yeah. crazy Fair swimmers. Yeah. I, I don't know them personally, and I apologize, but. Uh, Give me, a, you must have some insight uh, having know. swam with so many yeah. of them. They're an awesome family. I've yeah. known them since I went to preschool with Justin, yeah. so he's always been one of my close friends, but they're incredible people. Justin is insanely fast at swimming, so is Tyler. Tyler is incredible, as you know. He's yeah. swimming at UMass, but I don't know. They're definitely different, but they both are just, they get in the pool and they have like that mindset that you need to have as a swimmer that they've always had. Their parents definitely engraved that in them that. You just get it done. Like it takes a big mentality to be able to like get through all of that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, it's all good. We're gonna get rid of all that. Um, no, and, and and honestly, it it is incredible because you know I, I play tennis and it is the same sort of thing. Like you're on a team. Yeah. Everybody's on a team, right. but I'm the one throwing the ball up and serving it. Yeah. And to have that supreme focus it's great talking to you and understanding that yeah obviously as a commentator i was like ah swimming man it's just gonna be like back and forth how much can i you can't commentate say? much yeah on that, but there's not yeah. much but we certainly could have talked about that sort of stuff totally. and, and uh, i think it hopefully people that are listening right now uh, will understand that it's not just diving in the pool and going yeah it is just like a golf and a tennis so much more up here in the mental aspect of it than it is the physical because the physical is rote at this yeah. point. You're just, yeah. you know what you're doing. Um, you know, the form has already been practiced so many times <laughs> that it's engraved in your mind, but yeah. it's a great life skill to yeah. have that mentality. I mean, For that's sure. just something that, you know, I always appreciate, appreciate about sports is like what you're learning that you can yeah. carry through oh, and totally. to be able to say something like, you know, at the end of the day, it's just me and the clock yeah. and that's what I'm going to focus on. I mean, that's such yeah. a great life skill to take with you yeah. everywhere you go because yeah. you can always be competitive with someone next to you about something silly, but then you can kind of regroup and see it as like, okay, what can I do and how can I make myself better? Yeah. So I think that that's a really cool thing that you've learned. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing with the Rothkies is that. They were definitely at times the fastest in the pools, but both brothers were so good at including the team and making it clear that they're part of a team and being there for everyone. I definitely respected that about them. And their mentality is just insane. I definitely. <laughs> it's it's hard to ignore. So it's hard to look yeah, over. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's glaring. And, and uh, did you, because I know their family is so involved in the swim across America. Yeah. Did you participate in that at all? Or? Yeah, I yeah. haven't been there um, the past few years, but yeah. I definitely did it when I was younger a lot. I think I teetered off of the swimming when it, the jellyfish came. It's right. definitely a brutal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the man of wars. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was mean, like, okay, maybe I'll just donate, maybe not swim. There but. you go. Exactly. <laughs> Pass on the swimming yeah, part. Yeah. Uh, and then turkey plunge. Have you done the turkey plunge? Yes. My dad okay. used to be the announcer every year. Of course year. he was. So right. my family went down every year. 
It's brutal. I life, uh, fortunately, I didn't have to plunge this year at Children's, but then my family looped me into going to Fisherman's this year. So somehow I always end up in the water. In the cold water. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. I feel like there should be a gold star for South Shore plungers on oh, things. Seriously. Like yeah. double serving double pie service. or something. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be good. Hot chocolate <laughs> waiting for them. Oh, seriously. Yes. Um, well, we're uh, up for our Whalers Roundup now, which is five little questions at you. Um, I'll jump out on the first one here. And first thing that pops into your mind, what's your favorite number and, and why did you pick it? Uh, my favorite number is eight, but I've learned to let go of like claiming jersey numbers because I always feel bad being like, oh, that's my number. So I'll, you, I'm usually fine with whatever for my jersey. Okay, so I'm going to make a note that number eight is yours for the cross. Earning extra points already. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so one of the things that we often talk about is like superstitions and athletes. Do you have any game day traditions like pre-song, game hairstyle, yes. like meal? Tell us about them. For lacrosse, I like to wear a braid. I don't know why. I just prefer it that way for my hair. And then no matter what, either lacrosse or swimming, I like to get pumped up with the team, listening to music, and just letting go of the mind of the game or the meet or whatever, because I definitely have the pregame anxiety so pre-game I like to jitters, just like yeah. let that out yeah. yeah and then I love getting sushi after my games oh, I thought you were going to say sushi before and I was like wow that's oh, no. an interesting choice <laughs> I can't but, yeah. eat before no <laughs> sushi afterwards so I do like you, it do you do lunch and that's it or do you just yeah I mean it depends on if it's a like Saturday game yeah. or a school day game but I definitely it's way too nervous to eat right before <laughs> favorite either professional or collegiate athlete at any sport your favorite athlete i mean my mind just honestly goes to serena williams she's just so amazing she is yeah. so <laughs> talk about that's that a mentality. pretty good hero yeah. to have I mean, yeah. right, sure. right yeah. there right definitely yeah. impressive and going with the waves of wherever her career has gone i mean mm-hmm. she is a truly a legend yeah. and uh, the goat really i mean yeah. she's the best yeah. to ever pick up a, a tennis racket for sure so now that you've had a season as a captain under your mm. belt, um, what are three things that make a student athlete great in your mind? I definitely thought about this one hard. I would say dedication, optimism, and humility. Oh, like humility. Yeah. There's nice. definitely more that goes into it, but yeah, yeah. I see those three. No, but humility is so, is so key because, sure. you know, again, going back to the, you guys are high school athletes. There's, right. there's going to be ego involved in, in every movement you yeah. make yeah. alone competing. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, humility is, is a valued yeah. uh, commodity if you can uh, hang on to that one. That, that yeah. is a good one, especially in a team sport. I mean, yeah, I've definitely been humbled quite a few times on the field, play lacrosse. So. Well, it's Older definitely, I think you've heard me say this before, but I sometimes think that there are more lessons in losing than in yes. winning. Yeah. So sometimes I think it's even better to lose than to win. Favorite juice bar flavor? What do you got? Uh, either the Carl or mm. the chocolate peanut butter cookie dough one they have. So nice. good. Nice. There you yeah. go. Oh goodness, wrapped up. Right. Can't wait. Right yeah. around the corner. Right? I know. I'm excited. Okay, so you said listen to music with the yes. team. What's the pre-hype song? So I don't have a specific one, but recently after the Super Bowl halftime show, I'm like so hyped up by Rihanna. So I've it. been listening to her a lot. But that was an inc- I mean, that was a spectacle. That yeah. was not just a halftime show. Yeah, she got me hyped that game. So I Roger that. that yeah. Was good. good, yeah. And even the the national anthem, Chris oh. Singleton. I'm oh, not I a know. Singleton fan, but that was a tearjerker. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that he was crushed great. that. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I was yeah. just about to say 
say thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure getting to know you thank beyond you. the pool. Um, I think you uh, represent Whalers Nation quite well. And, I appreciate and, uh, that. Best of luck on the upcoming spring season. And of course, uh, have some fun in choosing colleges. Yes. Are, that's a lot of fun. I'll try my best. Well, a special thank you to NCTV18 for their technical assistance. As always, huge supporters of Whalers Nation. Our next episode will feature a boys head coach, Willis Ferreira. Uh, we're going to try and stay away from numbers as this is called Beyond the Numbers, but we got a big one, 400, to talk about with Coach Ferreira. We hope you can join us again. And uh, remember, you can jump on the Nantucket Sports Connection on YouTube for all your live stream coverage of Whalers Athletics. For Jamie Lower, I'm Chris Morris. Thanks again. Until next time, we go Beyond the Numbers. Go Whalers. This podcast is brought to you in part by Nantucket Community Television. It was recorded in NCTV's podcast studio, which is free for all members. The views expressed in this episode belong to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect those of NCTV. To become a member or to learn more, please email info at nctv18.org.